Hi, welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. As a quick reminder, last season, we tackled an immense topic around the future of work. Through different data gathering research, looking at specific trends and conversations with leaders, we explored what are the things that we need to do today so that our businesses and people thrive tomorrow. In this season, we are going to explore the concept of culture reimagined. This culture can sometimes be a very abstract topic, but we are going to tackle some of the concepts and some of the solutions and practical steps that you can take to create a healthy workplace culture. And we're going to talk about why that matters. So let's get into our topic for this season. I'm going to talk about the importance of belonging, belonging in the workplace. All right, so for today, why don't we explore how creating a culture of belonging inspires purpose for employees and strengthens the entire team. As the Gen Z workforce, with the eldest turning 26 this year, is becoming increasingly more visible at leadership levels, they are also a group that really pays attention to the culture of a company. And there's no greater component of a positive work environment than having a positive culture. And to have that, you need to have a place where you can feel like you belong. According to a study by LinkedIn, 80% of Gen Z workers expect their companies to align with their values. Seeing how their values fit into the company values and that those values reflect diversity, inclusion, and the ability to be themselves, in other words, feel that they have a place where they belong, this is so important then for leaders of organizations to examine and consider as they continue to think about ways to have their most valuable asset excel in the workplace. Employees of all backgrounds want to feel their value. All of us do. Do you think that you feel valued in your organization? Think about that. I hope most of you who are listening can feel that there's some sort of relationship between you and your organization where you feel a sense of belonging and you feel valued. But if you're not feeling that, there's that nagging voice and that nagging feeling that you're just disconnected and not really putting your heart into it. At scale, that kind of mindset can be detrimental to an organization. The more that employees feel like they belong in their work environment, the more engaged they are and more likely to perform higher for that organization. According to Gallup research, engaged employees are 22% more profitable, which makes belonging a fundamental component of increasing worker engagement. A Boston College Center for Work and Family study found that employees who feel a greater sense of belonging specifically have a 56% higher overall job performance And at the same time, workers who felt excluded saw their job performance dip by 25%. 
Employees who revealed impressions of belonging took 75% fewer sick days and are reportedly 3.5 times more likely to perform to their fullest potential. When employees feel a sense of belonging, their mental health improves and burnout reduces, and they're more likely to show up at their jobs feeling good, collaborate with their peers, and perform to their highest ability. By fostering a culture where everyone feels like we have a seat at the table, emotional barriers can be removed and your business can work more smoothly. As of 2022, 40% of Americans have reported feeling emotionally and physically isolated. That's a significant number, and the pandemic certainly did not help that situation. That has significant consequences, not only at the individual level, but at the organizational level, and of course, at the community level. Also, employees who feel disconnected from their team are less likely to stay at their job, which leads to high turnover and high turnover costs. I mean, think about it. If you're not happy at your job and you feel disconnected, are you really contributing what you think you could be contributing? And if you put that at scale at organizations, imagine the productivity loss. The importance of having a sense of belonging has certainly been amplified by our collective experience with the pandemic and having to really evaluate our own basic human needs to feel connected and to adapt very quickly to different workforce experiential changes like the hybrid workplace. So as we continue to adapt our work culture, it's essential that we are really evaluating today whether our employees feel a sense of belonging. To make employees feel connected, we need to identify what creating a sense of belonging really looks like. According to the DEI think tank Coquille, there are four critical components to belonging. Feeling seen, connected, supported, and proud. So let's explore these a little bit. To feel seen means to be recognized for one's efforts. In other words, employees like to feel appreciated and rewarded for their contributions by their employees and by their peers and by their leaders. But this doesn't need to come at a high cost. I cannot tell you how many times I have sadly seen employees, my colleagues, be disappointed because they didn't get a simple thank you for project work or for staying longer to finish a job or to pitch in when things were difficult in the workplace and we needed extra arms and legs and brain power to get things done. When people feel seen at work or appreciated, it opens up a greater sense of connectedness for that individual. And if we want to talk a little bit about gratitude in the workplace and why that's so important, then I would recommend you go back to episode two in this season where we talk about how you can implement gratitude practices in your business and why that can be so powerful. The second component is to feel connected. And this means that your employees and leaders will need to have some very genuine human interactions. And you need to be intentional with those interactions. Creating environments where there's intentional collaboration and where that is fostered, I have actually seen a lot of environments 
where leaders will criticize their team members for talking to other functions to resolve problems. That, in my mind, just does not make sense. So next time you're having a group meeting, think about other members from other functions that might need to be involved at some level. And take a look at how people are behaving in these kinds of meetings. How are they treating each other? Are they listening to each other? Do people cut each other off? Is it easy for people to speak their minds? So it's a very subtle nuance here. But when individuals don't feel that they are valued when they want to provide a contribution and the meeting environment continues to foster that, you're not getting the best from your people. The third component is about being supported. Employees want to know that their employers care for them and they will be able to help them when there are times or moments where things are out of their control. Of course, during our professional lives, there are personal things that come up all the time. Those things can be very difficult or large impactful events, such as a death or having a new baby or dealing with a health crisis, but simply on a day-to-day basis feeling supported in the sense that if you're feeling overwhelmed, you have resources that you can lean on, you can lean on your team members, you can bring that to your leader. These are all ways that are at a smaller scale that make an impact for individuals to feel supported in their work environment. And finally, the last core element we'll discuss is pride. Fundamentally, people want to feel a sense of pride about the work that they do and the team that they support. I have been absolutely amazed at some of the motivational factors that we see in our assessment work that we do that individuals tend to point to their team members as a huge source of motivation and pride, working together towards a common goal and feeling that their contribution matters and aligns with the overall mission and vision of the company. So don't discount the importance of providing a team member the opportunity to really understand how their work makes an impact to the overall company's objectives. Change is constant, but business needs stability too. So how can you blend the two? Sometimes your business may need a customized approach that I'm not able to provide in a 30-minute episode, and that's where my team at Consinity can jump in and help. After decades of experience, myself and my colleagues can help organizations develop strategies and plans to navigate difficult and ambiguous times, all while nurturing a healthy workplace culture. You know your organizational goals. Allow us to help you accelerate and realize the outcomes that you desire in a positive and sustainable way. For more information about our team and our services, visit us at consinityus.com today. Obviously, there's no one-size-fits-all approach to creating a better sense of belonging in your culture. Many organizations are made up of different cultural backgrounds at the individual level, and there are different needs that that organization needs to consider. To generate a sense of belonging for your employees, you first need to understand how your employees experience your culture today. 
And I wouldn't take this too lightly in the sense that, oh, I think we have a good enough culture. We're good enough. We, we don't need to worry about this. There's a lot under the surface that can be revealed. And there are always ways that you can continue to foster and nurture a positive, healthy work culture. Some very simple ways are to facilitate some assessments, conduct some surveys, bring in some outside focus groups or create some focus groups, bringing some outside perspective to help facilitate them so that there's an opportunity for people to feel that they have some anonymity to share what they really believe. You can use some of those inputs to create some workshops or working sessions where you can invite team members to try to tackle solutions together to create a better healthy workplace culture when some of those assessments or diagnostics reveal that there is an opportunity to make an improvement. So these are just a couple of ideas that you can be thinking about. But the important thing is that you're thinking about and asking yourself all the time as a leader, am I creating an inclusive work environment? Because it does matter. There are lots of ways that an organization can create a sense of belonging and can take very specific steps to structure their organization and some of the opportunities to participate in activities, communities, etc. The thing that is most important is that you take the first step to understand what your dynamic workforce needs. And the only way you're going to know that is by asking questions. Ask them what they need. Ask them what they need to not just survive, but thrive. Thank you so much for joining us again for this week's episode of Survive and Thrive. Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.